We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talking about the National Football League. Talking about the commanders allegedly, for lack of a better term, being sued by former players in an effort to not use their, quote, name, image, and likeness, if you will. That's a little NIL. Don't use our name, image, and likeness to promote your new football franchise. J.J. Watt allegedly stepping away, saying that this was his last NFL home game this past week. We'll see what that officially means for one of the great pass rushers in the history of the National Football League. Would you want to keep playing for the Arizona Cardinals? Of course not. Yeah, what a freaking mess. I mean, I mean, again, when you when you hire mediocre people and clearly, you know, the Bidwell family's been in the league a long time. They've been at this a long time. They're not some new owner that just came into this thing blindly a few years ago and allowed this to happen under their watch. But, you know, I don't care what anybody says. You can't hire a guy that went 5-6 and six at Texas Tech to be the head coach of your NFL franchise. Mm-hmm. If, you want him to hi- if you want to hire him to be the offensive coordinator because you want to do some different things to take advantage of Kyler Murray and the great skill set that he has, that, that's fine. I understand that. But that guy was 5-6 and six at Texas Tech. I mean, you can't you, – you, you, with a cupboard that Mike Leach – Built there in in pretty good stead. He went five and six. How the hell does that guy get an NFL job? As a head coach, assistant, quarterback coach, whatever. If you want to run spread, fine. That's fine. Offensive coordinator, whatever. As a head coach, that's malpractice. Absolute malpractice on Arizona's part. Not as bad as the Colts hiring Jeff Saturday. And look, as, as much as I wanted it to work for Jeff Saturday, uh, it's been a debacle. His only win is against a team that might be even of a a, a similar debacle nature, and that's the Raiders. Nobody know, gives away I, games I like been, the Raiders. I don't know if it's been a debacle in my eyes. Look it at how they been, give away games. No, 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 no. I'm saying for the Colts. I like they played hard. They're just not good. Oh, okay. Whose fault it, is that? And it, well, it's not Jeff Saturday's fault. I mean, the uh, look, the owner. The owner yeah. ran Carson Wentz out of there after a nine-win season. Right. A nine-win season know, would have Jonathan, them in first place know, by but, two games I know, in their Jonathan, division right now. Jonathan Taylor's been banged up much of the year. Understand. Shaq Leonard was banged up and a lot. out for much of yep. the year. But I'm just saying, uh, I mean, a nine-win season would be two would have them ahead by two games yeah. in their division right yeah, now. Yeah, but, but again, last year, completely different year. Both of those guys were completely healthy. Just, I'm you know, just saying. I know. You I, know, I, that that Mr. Ursay created his own mess, uh, in my opinion there. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, other things have happened. But, yeah, I mean, to be fair, certainly. But what, what do you – I mean, I believe Mr. Think, Ursay needs to move on from Mr. Ballard. You think Carson – well, 
uh, there are some people that feel like Chris Ballard would be a great addition to the organization to this organization. Now that's not going to happen unless the current brain trust gets blown out. I I can't imagine. Um, but um, Chris Ballard's. A, I, I think Chris Ballard's a better GM than certainly the stench of this season is going to uh, is going to put on his name. You know, just like probably. I mean, look, he he's competent. He needs a change of scenery. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you sometimes you've done all you can do at a certain place because when you're constantly trying to mop up something, you know that's no fun. Right. And what they have there needs a complete and total rebuild and a complete and brand new set of ideas and a complete change of direction to what they're doing because you can't uh, keep patching it. Because all you do when you patch it is do what kind of like Washington is doing. Yeah. You stay between six to nine wins. You jump up there. You pop up in the playoffs every now and then. But other than that, you know, it that that's not getting you to the Lombardi. If we're not competing, if we're not trying to build a roster to compete for the Lombardi, what are we doing? Well, were they not trying to do that, though, by saying, okay, we feel we have a good core, meaning Indianapolis, they tried the Carson Wentz experience. That didn't work enough for various reasons. They failed down the sh- They choked. They were in basically the commander's position last year. Two wins needed. Well, actually, I'm sorry. They only needed one win. Right. Not two. They only needed one win, and they failed. Okay? And the COVID stuff and the personality and whatever, all that stuff. But they felt their core much like Washington probably feels, their core is pretty darn good. You know who hasn't had a good good. year for them either? Quentin Nelson. No, Quentin Nelson's supposed to be one of the most dominant linemen in the league. He hadn't played great either. Well, he was banged up a lot last year, so you know we don't know how much, A, his body is banged up now and how much that wear and tear is going to take on the rest of his career. I mean, obviously you look at a guy like Sheriff, uh, and Sheriff hasn't missed – I mean, he got hurt the other night in the Thursday night game, and he came right back. He was rolling around on the floor, and he came back. Uh, but Sheriff has only missed, I, I want to say, one game this year, unless I'm missing something. But, I mean, you look at the cumulative toll. We talk about Cosme all the time being banged up, and that's a young buck. Mm-hmm. That's a guy who's 23 years old, and he's constantly hurt, right? Um, so it'll be interesting to see Quentin Nelson moving forward. But I guess my point is, is they thought their core was – quarterback ready drop a quarterback in they tried it with Carson Wentz it didn't work well enough then they say okay we're gonna go with Sheriff's guy. played them all by the way oh has he okay yeah. I thought he missed one but okay good good he's to played see. he's played 100% of the snaps in all but four games one he played 99 one he played 98 and the other two he played 92 and 93 so he's played yeah. them all you, you know you know how long it had been since that happened here yeah, it'd been a while probably. His first two years in the <laughs> yeah. NFL. Let's go to the phones. 301-230-0980. But let, let me let me just finish one point about the Colts. Again, they went out then and said, okay, well, Matt Ryan's an upgrade, right? He's a more likable guy, more experienced, whatever. And then that was a de- – now that's where I blame Jim Ursay because Jim Ursay, like they benched Matt Ryan when they were, I think, 3-3-1. Three, three and one. And Matt Ryan was coming off of a pretty good performance against Jacksonville and then a struggling performance against 
Tennessee on the road. I think they were 3-3-1 three, three and one at the time. They bench Matt Ryan, right? And you're thinking, okay, well, that doesn't make sense. Uh, and then they fire Frank Reich two weeks later. So, like, clearly you see the impatience of Jim Irsay, presumably the impatience of Jim Irsay. Maybe it was Chris Ballard. I don't know. But, again, they're an organization that thought that they were built around and just dropped the quarterback in. Kind of how this organization feels about itself, and it rarely works that way. It just rarely works that way. By the way, way, Sheriff this year – in all 15 games, three penalties. That's it. One false start and two holding calls. Mm. That's it. I mean, listen, when you when you look at the carousel it has been at right guard, obviously you'd much rather have Brandon Sheriff. But, I mean, I, I still can't kill them for the way they handled that. I still can't kill them because he, you know, he wanted originally he wanted a five year deal and yeah, sure, uh, I was told it was he didn't. I mean, he had not played a full season since sixteen. I mean, I was told it was like close to a hundred million dollars or something like that. I mean, hey man, all you can do is ask. They only signed like a three year, fifty million dollar deal with the Jaguars, which was way lower than I thought he was going to get. We went in and told CK we want two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a car. We can ask for it. A new car. We can ask for it. But we might end up in Jacksonville, too. 301-230-098. You know, it's not a bad place, by the way, most of the year. A little bit warmer. Yeah. You could go hang out with Jay on the golf course. It's a little bit warmer in Norfolk. That's where our guy Paulie's hanging out. What's up, Paulie? Hell to the W, man. It's good. Good, Pete. How you doing, man? Happy holidays, man. Likewise. Rufio. Uh, oh, you don't wish me a happy holidays? <laughs> hey, man, I, hey, I, I did wish you one. I ain't got a return wish back, bro. Hey, you I'm, did? I'm keep, I, 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 I didn't. I didn't wishing. see it. I ain't gonna keep wishing you one, and I don't get a return back. Oh, bro, you know, what did what you did know, you do? You, you, I, you know, because the people returned my wishes back to me, so. Well, you know I didn't. I, mean? I didn't see it. I have. I haven't. I've been busy. Yeah. I have my well, son here. I've been happy cooking. Holidays. I've been happy holidays. Rufio. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Hope you had a good one. Yeah, I hope you had hey, a good man. one too. <laughs> no, Brandon Sheriff didn't want to be here. And, and can you blame him? That's the stuff he was going. You know, this organization, man. Look, Dan can't even get it right on the way out. This whole hog situation reminds me. Uh, it, it, it feels like a man divorcing his wife. And then wanted her to come to an anniversary party he's throwing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she don't want to come, and he's getting mad about it. How are you going to honor some people who don't want to be there, is not going to be there, and don't want to have anything to do with you? Just scratch the whole thing. Because one thing I'm going to tell you right now, as a fan, you already know whose side the fans are going to be on. You know, so why would you even – Put yourself through another uh, spectacle like this, man. I mean, regardless who right, who wrong, you know, it, it, it just amazes me, you know, the the thought of this team or the non-thinking of this team. Why are you still going through with this? Just scrap it. They don't want it. The fans, I don't want it. I don't want to see them honoring people that I can't see out there. I can't see Doc out there. I can't see Joe out there. I can't see Russ out there. I can't see Jeff Boston, Mark May. Why would I want to honor something that I can't even see? These dudes, man, these dudes is is ass backwards. Excuse my language, man. It's backwards, man. 
and, 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 and he on the way out the door. I still can't get no goodwill. Let's do this, man. And Jason Wright, man, stop. I mean, somebody pull the the the, the hand out his back because he's just clearly the puppet for this organization. You know what I mean? I'm Chase Young, man. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I've seen a play with Chase Young, and I said, okay. And I gotta disagree with you, Rufio. I know you're throwing out your hypotheticals with the whole Samuels thing. And I heard this word come from Ron the other day: ramp up. This ramping up thing must be working pretty good for these guys. Mm. I seen Chase Young on that play with George Kittle down the middle for the touchdown. Not the one when he beating the Mayo every every which way would loose, but the one the uh, the pass to the end zone. I mean, it should have been a holding call because Trey Young put a, a put a quick little outside inside power move on Trent Williams. Everybody's darling. Trent Williams threw him off balance. Trent reached back and grabbed him, and he was being double-teamed. The guard came over, and they both tackled him on that play with no flat. Go back and watch that. It was the first drive of the second half. Go back, Rufio, you get a chance, go back and watch that and tell me if that was not a penalty. And that was all chasing. And I seen that, and I kept wild, wild, kept rewinding. I was like, you know what? He's ready. Well, you I will check it out. Move, and you gone to that type of – they, they was doubling him. He split. He, like I said, he gave he gave Trent a little quick outside step, power mm-hmm. step, threw him off back to the inside. The guard tried to Trent grabbed him. The guard came and grabbed. They tackled him to the ground, and they didn't call a flag on that. You know, which seems to be the uh, the things that's going on with us over the past month. Like the referee has clearly been told, do not make it easy for these guys. You know, I don't know, but whatever. But like I said, man, it was good to see Chase out there. You know, he had that enthusiasm. You know. He had a little, little little pep in his step, and I think it was good to see him, man, and I, and I look to see him, you know, improving for, uh, on, on next week, man, because it seems like we do need that energy because for whatever reason, I don't know what's going on with this defense. I don't know if they're they wearing down or, or what's going on. or I didn't, you know, as much as I love Cam Curl, I didn't think him not being in that lineup was going to be that big a difference that we've seen. It, it looked like they was just all over the place. Or well, maybe it was David Mayo. And, and I can understand it being male. If it was male, it's kind of they getting what they deserve. You had two years to get some linebackers up in here, and you still try. Now, oh, Cement put Mayo in there, and he clearly was lost. I mean, he wasn't even doing anything against the run. I mean, we t- Paulie, about- we talked about remember, we talked about it all the way back late in the preseason when the Bears allegedly yeah. were dangling Roquan Smith. We said you got to make that deal. Look at what he's done for Baltimore. He but, has been Smith. ridiculous for Baltimore. Yes, but not but not even Roquan Smith because, you know, uh, we we was counting on Holcomb, but we all talked about it. It was the depth behind Holcomb and Davis. We wasn't sure about what we were going to get Davis. And Davis has turned out to be a solid player. Uh, it's starting to deserve that number one pick. But we all talked about the depth behind him. And this comes with player development. I mean, where's Cleek Hudson at? you telling me Cleek Hudson can't give you more than what Mayo was giving you? And well, he's he not, can't, he, he's not good enough. You, yeah, he, but, no, but he I, was drafted as a did, special did teams that? guy with the did, hope that he could play did, linebacker. He hasn't Mayo. developed. Okay, David Mayo is not good enough. And I, under, I, under, I understand that. There, I understand that David Mayo is not good and, enough. He shouldn't be playing as much as he is, but Cole Holcomb being knocked out for more than half the season was a killing blow to a team that, that was already and, thin. And we, uh, uh, that's, that's what I'm just saying. No death. But let me say this, though, too. You knowing this, right? You know this about Boston. Can't get right. 
You know this about mayo, cement foot. If you know this, why don't you make a strategical adjustment? Blitz these guys. Because they can't cover nobody. They can't cover nobody. They can't even get in their zones correctly. So as long as you have them attacking the line of scrimmage at worst, because you did nothing, you didn't get, you didn't get any depth, you, you, like you said, you didn't develop the players that you did bring behind them. So if you got to put these guys in the game, why are you asking them to do things that you know they cannot do? It's been proven. Appearance in and appearance out that these two guys have played, and they are very, very, very bad. So give them something that's going to at least help the team and not hurt the team. But, yeah, back to Chase Young. I'm glad to see what you were doing. That ramping up things is working pretty good, Rufio. Yeah, to the W, man. Appreciate you, Paulie. 301-230-0980. More of your calls next right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Say, get to us. We're here till noon. Burgundy and gold today at that time as it is each and every day. Part of a great daily lineup we have for you here on the Team 980. Appreciate you sampling us. If you're here for the first time, we hope you'll stick around for a while like many others have. I screwed up earlier, and I said Doc Walker is coming up after us. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the wrong day, and Scott Jackson texted me to correct the record. It is just... Scott Jackson, the voice of the commanders in ODU <laughs> athletics. Uh, and and does, the, it, it does games down at VCU. He's like a jack of all yeah, trades. Yeah, he's, he's everywhere. Exactly. My guy, former, former morning show partner exactly. of mine at the, the morning show partner 13-10. that you still desire, the, the partner that you still crave. <laughs> well, I mean, there was greatness there. And then he got more money to go to Raleigh. So I couldn't blame him. Well, good for him. I mean, Raleigh. I mean, is like, there great? Is there greatness here or no? Yeah, sure. sure. Look at look at what we've done in a short amount of time. I know. I mean, the numbers certainly show that. Um, but Raleigh's a great market. Like uh, that's probably Ma- Raleigh, Birmingham, are markets that I was born to be in. Uh, because I could talk college sports there. Hell, Awad. Yeah. You know, Awad's in a great spot. Yeah. You know, could talk college sports down there at the Richmond Station. I mean. I mean, Awad runs would, around. Awad runs around. You know, the Seagull Center like he's the king. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with you. I'd rather poke my eyes out with a uh, a pitchfork uh, than talk about VCU basketball. But uh, that's just me. I mean, I'm, I'm much more. Chris, uh, you realize a, a pitchfork would do serious damage. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, you can't see as it is. It would kill me if I couldn't talk professional sports. Oh, well, he. As, I like, mean, he does that. I mean, he talks well, commanders yeah, know, all the time. But I mean, you know, like the way we do. Like I like college sports. Football more than basketball. But, but like when I, Bill from of, Charlottesville calls in and says, hey, yeah. Awad, why does Virginia football suck? Yeah. I, I'm much more of a pro sports guy than I am a, a 
college sports. Oh, absolutely. That, that's okay. By the way, did you guys see what I, I texted you in the uh, video chat thing? Um, when Paulie was on the phone complaining that I had not wished him back a happy holidays or a Merry Christmas, I, I had not seen his direct message. So I responded to it while he was criticizing me for not wishing him a Merry <laughs> Christmas back. Uh, granted, two days late. So I sent you a little screenshot. I see it. Uh, a modified yeah. screenshot. I just wanted, for the record, to know that I'm not a bad guy. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I did not see it, and therefore I did not respond to it. So I did acknowledge that I was two days late, and I even said, hey, Pauly, big fella, thanks for being a part of the show. 301-230-0980. Interesting take from Rod in Landover. What's up, Rod? Rod. Hi, Rod. Hey, what's up, fellas? How are you? How's life on 202 yeah, today? I'm all right. How y'all doing, man? Doing okay. Thanks for the buzz. Happy holidays. Uh, happy holidays, man. So, look, here's my thing with the commanders, man. You know, in these big games, the last two games we've had against the Giants, against San Francisco, these are teams that had better records than we did and, you know, teams that we're chasing. You know, so these, this is not, this is not, you know, Cleveland's of the world or the Jacksonville's of the world or the Colts. These are playoff teams that we played the last two weeks. My thing is this. We are our stars. The, the guys that we call pro bowlers, stars, Allen, Payne, we are these guys. I mean, you know, last week with the Giants, I mean, they didn't even breathe on Daniel Jones. Then this week with this guy, Purdy or whatever his name is, I think Payne did have a sack. But on the broadcast, I, I don't even remember them mentioning, mentioning Allen's name at all. But when I look at the other side of the ball, the stars from the other team, Bosa, he get two sacks, three sacks. He had three sacks, but they didn't count the third sack because I think it was a two-point two conversion, so they don't count it. So he had three sacks. Then when I look at the tight end that they got, uh, I can't even think of his name right now. I mean, he played big. So I'm looking Kittle. at the stars from other teams. Kittle. I'm looking at the stars from other teams be stars in big games. But then when I look at our stars, they just don't seem to show up. That I mean, has been a, I, I, I will say this. This has been a constant problem for a while in my eyes. Now, not all. Terry McLaurin, you know, had a, a huge opening touchdown in the Week 17 win at Philadelphia to win the division two years ago. Um, there have been times where guys have individually made plays and had moments. But by and large, by and large, to your point, Year after year after year, big spot after big spot, often, most, in a lot of cases, their biggest and best players have not been impactful enough when they needed something good to happen. And that's a general sweeping sentiment, but I'm telling you, that's the absolute truth. Man, it happens all the time. All, in all these big games, we might get one play. You might get one moment from that guy, one tackle, one sack. But consistently throughout the game, you just do not see these guys in these big games. I mean, you know, we, you know, they pro bowlers and all that other stuff. But, you know, what makes your name great is the level of competition that you play against. It's like when they play against these big-name teams, they just never seem to show up, never. 
might give you one play. He might give you one play. But that's about it. They ain't going to give you no fourth quarter sack. They ain't going to give you no strip fumble. They ain't going to give you no four, three or four tackles for loss, playing in the other opponent's backfield all game. They're not going to give you that. Only time you might get that is we play against the Colts. Or we, or we play against a team that, that maybe Atlanta or something. But San Francisco, the Giants. Cowboys, these teams like that, they just never show up. And that's my problem that I have with, with, with this team constantly, that, they, that their big-name players never show up in big games. And in order to be a good team, if you look at all the good teams, all their big players show up in every big game. I'm just asking for these guys to show up in one. I'm not even asking for all of them. Just out of, out of, out of half of them, show up at least three of them. They just tend not to never show up in big games, man. That's, that's, that's the problem I have with these guys, man. But thanks for taking my yep, call. Yep, thanks, Rod. Appreciate it. Uh, I think what Rod is looking for is not necessarily show up but be impactful. I will say this, though. Uh, last three games, which have been important games for Washington, Allen's had eight tackles, a sack, six tackles, a tackle for a loss, six tackles against San Francisco. Dallas earlier this year, he had a sack, he had eight total tackles and four tackles for a loss at a quarterback hit and a pass defended. So I think what I think what what Rod is looking for is more impactful plays uh, from guys as a whole. Yeah. So right, ex- exactly. Not just numbers, because again, it's not fair to say Jonathan Allen has been non-existent the last three games. He did bring up the pain sack, which was cleaning up Montez Sweat's great pressure off the edge. Uh, on third down Saturday, I think that was the 49ers' second drive of the game, if memory serves me correct. Um, so, again, to, to say that those guys have been a non-factor, invisible, whatever, I do think is harsh, I do think is wrong, or if anybody is feeling that way. However, to to the point that I think Rod was trying to make that you just reemphasized, Pete, it's game-changing plays. The Nick Bosa sack forced fumble turnover of Taylor Heineke early in the fourth quarter, even though it only led to three points by the 49ers, that was a momentum-changing, game-changing, impactful-changing type play. That's what people are more looking for. If Chase Young knocks up that pass, what you said earlier, if it gets knocked up and it gets intercepted, that's a game-changing, momentum-changing everything-changing type of play, assuming that the offense then can convert it into some points. Because it was just a knockdown, people kind of tend to forget about it. Yep, 301-230-9-ADR-Guru, Kristen Hyattsville. What's up, Chris? Yo, hey, Dexter would have eaten Brock Purdy. I know that. <laughs> it would, the question before he could get to Brock Purdy, would he have eaten Trent Williams? He just run right around him. Uh, listen, uh, if Doc Walker was a member of the Hogs, then I was a founding member of Bell Biv DeVoe. Doc okay. Walker and Don Warren, the tight ends, were definitely Hogs, Chris. Definitely okay, Hogs. Don Warren isn't going on a publicity. Rick Walker, Doc Walker, look, God bless him. I admire the hustle. Nobody in D.C. sports has gotten so much run off of such little contribution. Art Monk surpassed his entire career in about half a season. But Art Monk's a Hall of Famer. Nobody's comparing Art Monk to Doc Walker. Doc Walker says, hey, I, I was part of the fun bunch. I was part of the Hogs. What, what's next? Was he part of the Rockettes, too? I mean, come on. 
I think you're being a little harsh on Doc. Speak ill of a colleague, but nobody in DC thinks of Doc Walker or even Donnie Warren as one of the Hawks. Uh, that's a, Chris. That's a, Chris. That's a no. Absolutely incorrect. Absolutely incorrect. Nope. Nope. I'm right. A hundred percent. No, you're not. No, you're not. I watch. I grew up watching. I know you did too, but nobody thinks of the tight end as part of the hall. I would disagree vehemently. But I'm just. I'm just going to zip it here and let you two battle each other. But I, I, I mean, look. I mean, you go back and look at the fun bunch stuff. I mean, Otis Wansley's in the fun bunch. Doc was in the fun bunch. I mean. That that, yeah. that that stuff was real. I mean, Doc was part of the four tops too, right? <laughs> Wasn't he? Oh, I know. Maybe he was the sixth Jackson. Chris, I mean, you're, wrong. you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. As Gary Williams would say. <laughs> right. uh, hey, have a happy new year, everybody. Appreciate Chris, you, pal. Did you feed that boy? <laughs> wait, wait, what? What, what did you, he asked did you I if feed? you fed your kid? Oh God, he's a bottomless pit. I mean, he's my son. I mean, you, you hey, listen. All I you should the see. More you see Tyler, the more I like you. Okay, I, I, more Tyler I know. content. I know, I know. I got to do a better job of it because that's my ultimate goal in life is to make sure that Chris in Hyattsville likes me. There you go. Appreciate it, Chris. Let's go to Roberto nine eighty. What's up, Roberto? <laughs> Happy New Year, man. Hello. I don't know what Chris has been drinking, but Jesus. <laughs> well, anyway, I think I, I think Chris is on a permanent high. You know, I, I, I think he's just he is. You you know what he is? Um, in some ways, he's like a younger version of me, just a constant uh, antagonist. I don't want I don't want to sound like a jerk type of guy. Okay, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Listen. Roberto nine eighty knows. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but you know, <laughs> but you're not a jerk, Chris. Is just you are the rooster. That, it that is, is what it is. That is true. Uh huh. for our Uh Yeah, that should be my excuse for everything. I am the rooster. I'm the rooster. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> I'm a, I want a T-shirt to say, I'm the rooster. Come and get your boy. <laughs> we, we, we have a lot of T-shirt ideas. We just have nobody to make them. Nah, man. We can we can go to, a, to this, one of those online joints. We'll be all right. Um, all the asking hand about what to do with QB1, I wish. I just wish. And it's crazy. But I wish Ron just say, okay, you know what? F it. I got this guy from North Carolina. We're going to try them out. What the hell? What else can go wrong? You know? Well, I mean, it could go wrong. I mean, Roberto, it could go wrong. He could look overmatched. Um, you know, but he, he could also he could also give you what Brock Purdy's given the 49ers. Cuck the world. That's what I'm saying. Why not? I mean, maybe. It's not like they have, like have a film on them. Yeah, but, I mean. Maybe, maybe in the what little bit you know, maybe in the quarterback room, he doesn't show th- traits that you know look like he knows right. the offense and things of that nature where they would feel comfortable putting him out there. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean he can't be involved in, in camp next year with whoever's in that quarterback room and with a chance to start next year. But I mean, he came up a guy last year that just came off the street because of COVID. <laughs> and they were able to come up with 17 points. Yeah, he did. He played a competitive game against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers on that occasion. So, 
It happened. No, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the guy that played against Philly. Oh, uh, Garrett Gilbert. Gilbert, yeah. Yeah, he I lost mean, 27-17. So he, they scored 17 points, right? He did. There you go, off the streets. Mm. You, you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me the guy that's been on your system all year can't do that for you? Mm. I, I know confidence wouldn't be a problem. I know Sam's a very confident player. Right, that's what I'm so. saying. Why not? Well, what's what's the, the reasoning about it? You drafted him for a reason. It's taking up a roster right. spot for a reason. So we'll see. Roberto, appreciate you, Hoss. Ron in Fort Washington. Ron, you get the last word. What's up, Ron? Oh, wow. I like that. Oh, let me get started. Uh, you had a caller call in uh, a little, just a few minutes ago, and the caller was talking about the stars on our defense. Where are they? And you got to, everybody's probably wondering that. I thought I would hear more from Deron Payne and, and Allen than we did. I, I think Allen had a sack in the game, didn't he? Uh, Payne did. Payne had a sack. Payne did? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Payne had a sack. That's all we got from our front four, though, right? I'm not looking for Chase to make any sacks, but Chase was impactful during the game. But on the other end, Montez Sweat, he ran by plays the whole game from what I could see. And that's all I need to say about him because – I'm okay at the end of the season if he goes somewhere else. I think we can replace Montez Sweat. He's he's big, he's tall, he's he's rangy, but the guy misses out on a lot of plays. He may have one game in a season where he's had two or three sacks, but that's really about it in, in his career here. The other thing is that um, somebody else said something about you know players on the street. I mean, isn't that a possibility? I think so, but. I see some better play out there on the sandlot field than I've seen on ours, on our, our team, on a real field. And lastly, why don't we jam uh, opposing uh, teams at, at the line of scrimmage? We don't see that. It, that could help out the defensive line, couldn't it? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it right there. Appreciate it, Ron. I mean, look, there is inherent risk when you get up and jam guys at the line of scrimmage. Mm -hmm. If you lose, if you lose the hand fight there, it's over. It's over. That means somebody's running by you, uh, likely for a touchdown. That's why teams want to play more zone and do play more zone with the thought of being able to close those windows more easily than you can by winning, like you said, in a hand fight at the line of scrimmage. And especially when you don't have, you know, arguably your best player, maybe your most versatile best player in Cam Curl. Don't well, I mean, forget it's quarterback that, of your that defense. also is a factor. I mean, it's the quarterback of your defense. Right. So that's, you know, that's, that's what it comes down to. That guy, it, it, when you miss a guy like Cam Curl, that is the quarterback on your defense. And you need that guy uh, – you know, out there at, at critical times. And look, I mean, let's face it. These next two games, you know, ever, it's all hands on deck. Ron's Ron's right. It's all hands on deck. It's Sweat. It's Chase. It's Smith-Williams, Payne, Allen, Ridgeway. It's everybody. Hopefully Curl. You know, you finally got St. Juice back at corner. I mean, it is it is all hands on deck, man. Your playoff life is on the line. You got to play every snap this week with incredible intensity, with incredible 
attention to detail. And it's got to matter, you know, because there's plenty of time to rest in the offseason. But you get to the playoffs, there's playoff shares there. There's money to be made by making it to the playoffs. You know, you can rest in the offseason. But we know for this team to win, it really doesn't matter if it's Wentz or Heineke ultimately. This defense has to keep them in the game. If we score more than 21 points, great. We know that Washington's going to have a chance to win because that's what the defense has set the baseline at for them most of the season. Well, the offense has got to do its job, make sure the defense gets to rest a little bit, and allow that group to cook themselves because they've got people that can do it up front. And this is the week where that group has got to get it done against Deshaun Watson and a struggling Cleveland offense. They've not scored a lot of points since Watson came back, and you got to make sure that that doesn't happen again this week. Dumb Dumb of the Day is seven minutes away. Russell has a look at what's trending. All right, we are brought to you by the Maryland Vehicle Theft Prevention Council. Maryland drivers, did you know a vehicle is stolen every 49 minutes in the state of Maryland? Well, the key to preventing theft is in your hands. Lock your car, take your key, use an anti-theft device, learn more about vehicle theft protection at mdautotheft.org. Well, as we told you about late last hour, J.J. Watt announcing on Twitter that he has played his final home game, which means he is set to retire from the National Football League. Uh, Pete and I with a discussion again at the end of hour number two. You can check it out on the Odyssey Rewind feature. Is he a surefire Hall of Famer? That 2011 draft class, pretty darn good. J.J. Watt went number 11 to the Houston Texans. You know who originally had the number 10 pick? The Washington Redskins. Hmm. They traded down with the Jacksonville Jaguars to number 16 and took Ryan Kerrigan, who he himself had a very fine career. Commanders with a team meeting at about 1 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, Ron Rivera expected to meet with the media after that. Will we find out who the starting quarterback is? Stay tuned. Scott Jackson will have you covered Burgundy and Gold today. Then Hoffman, we will have you uh, covered from head to toe right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Caps back in action tonight, 645 the pre. Madison Square Garden against the New York Rangers, 106.7 the fan in the Odyssey app. And as well, we'll have the Wizards and the Sixers, Capital One Arena, same time, 645 of the pre, 7 or so for the tip between Philadelphia and Washington right here on the Team 980 and also the Odyssey app, and that's what's trending. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson, your host today. You'll get my guy's thoughts starting at the top of the hour. He'll weigh in on Wentz and his ODU bro Heineke. But unlike some, I guarantee you, Scotty will say it's right down the middle. He won't. He won't be influenced by his monarch faithful when it comes to Taylor Heineke. Though there's a lot to root for with that guy. I mean, that Shane Falco quality is exactly what we're looking for in some of our athletic heroes, and we're glad that he's got it. We're glad that you tune in now because you know what time it is. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. Oh, yes, indeed. Dateline. 
Thailand. That's Headline. Thailand. Uh, what did I say? Thailand? <laughs> Thailand, whatever. Thailand, Thailand, <laughs> whatever. Uh, headline, cops hunt, quote-unquote, disgusting tourist filmed having sex on a busy road after Christmas bender in mm. what they refer to as their version of Sin City. So he's what? described, according to police, as a, quote-unquote, disgusting foreigner, a blonde-headed man who was filmed romping around roadside in Thailand land <clears throat> with a paid sex worker, a.k.a. a prostitute, at around 4 a.m. on Christmas Day in a town called Pattaya. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It is a resort town, again, known as their version of Sin City because of the bars and the massage parlors. Well, anyway. Let's There's run. all sorts of, <laughs> yeah, that's what he was saying. There was all sorts of security camera video of this blonde man who looks probably mm, our age, maybe a little bit younger, Pedro. That looks like Awad. Yeah, I, I, maybe. All right, so maybe he's younger. Um, well, apparently, so not only was he getting after it with a prostitute, <clears throat> but also they were, again, on the side of a busy road. Having sex, she was performing oral sex. Again, most car or cars, even at four in the morning, passing by, getting out to videotape, to videotape the, as the Post calls it, salacious sex capade on his phone. And apparently, an outraged homeless man is the one who did the deed. No, not that deed. He's the one that immediately reported the incident to the police. So not only was he hanging out <clears throat> in a certain way with a prostitute, but he was also having public lewd sexual behavior and intercourse on a public road. And apparently, according to the 50-year-old eyewitness, the homeless man, they were doing it for 30 minutes. They didn't care about the cars going by. They could even see me watching them, but they were too drunk to care. End quote. I don't know about you. I'm not trying to excuse anybody's behavior and rational behavior. Give that guy a lot of credit. 30 minutes. Rock him, sock him action. I I, I mean, listen. Usually it's 10 minutes with a, you know... Or what, like wrestling on Saturday mornings. <laughs> One May- fall with a 10-minute time limit. Maybe. But i got to be <laughs> honest with you. If somebody was doing that, right, just out in public, I'd be, I mean, I'd be watching the show, too. I wouldn't be calling the police. I'd be like, yeah, man, go ahead. Now, I probably wouldn't be, like, cheering on the fact that he's illegally hanging out with a prostitute. I mean, that's, you know, that's breaking the law. But... If I stumbled across some couple having sex out in public on Route 50 in Chantilly, I'd probably watch instead of calling the police. I'm just being honest with you. (laughs) What can I say? But because you're hanging out with a prostitute. Rooster Chronicles. What? (laughs) Because you're hanging out with a prostitute, which the last time I checked was illegal. 
uh, because you're doing it at 4 a.m. on what looks to be like a box or bed or 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 some sort of something uh, at four in the morning with multiple people stopping their cars, filming you, yelling at you, talking to you, calling the police, including a homeless man. Because you're doing all of that, I have no choice but to anoint you as somebody special. Merry Christmas, everybody. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Did you hear? I don't know if you guys heard it. I over heard the microphone. Tyler. Tyler, ho, ho, ho. There you go. <laughs> if that's not the best part of that, <laughs> and so fitting in so many ways, and he doesn't even understand why it fits perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I ate chips. Why? What do you me have lunch. That boy. Okay. He's telling you that he ate again. I'm sure. I'm sure that I, guy had to go have lunch too. Yeah. Well, you know, Murray had he, once famously he, sang. He may have been having early breakfast yeah. if you smell what the rooster's cooking. What, Murray had once famously sang, "One night in Bangkok makes the hard man humble." <laughs> 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 and my dude what? just had 30 minutes of humility in public. He was proud of himself. He was proud of it. By the way, uh, I mean, they, they Bangkok police say they're having a, a lot of problems with this. Uh, brazen couples at other tourist destinations have also been seen out in public. Back in July, two couples were busted bonking in outdoor jacuzzis at a Hong Kong hotel. So... Meanwhile, a bouncer talk was about seen, a Hong Kong. Yeah. Meanwhile, a bouncer was seen romping with a woman at the top of a bar in Crimea, Russia, as pervy patrons cheered them on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, don't be a don. I, I mean, here's right. the thing: it's a lot cheaper than getting a hotel room, right? But it could be a lot more expensive ultimately in the end if you get busted. Well, no doubt, fifteen days in jail. Uh, you know, it looks like somebody got bouncer was later arrested and jailed over the uninhibited hookup as public sex is punishable in Russia by up to 15 days behind bars. Yeah, they'll chop off something That's that you don't That's a lot less time than Brittany Griner got. That's uh, for sure. That, that is true. They'll, you know, Maybe if you do it in Iran or wherever, they might chop off something that you don't uh, want yeah, chopped off. I'm not sure I want to take part in that. I like having all my body parts, limbs, and things of that nature. Yeah. That'll do it for us today. That does it for Russell for this week. Yes. Enjoy I'll the rest of the week. guys. Enjoy the rest of the week, man. Thanks, pal. Heading up to Ohio tomorrow. I'll be listening on the Odyssey app at some point, and uh, uh, and then uh, you know, and then we'll be back. We'll reconvene on Monday after the Commanders Browns win. win hopefully, let's hope. Maybe let's hope. We'll talk about it then. Don't forget, coming up for the rest of the week, me solo tomorrow. I'll be live. From the Military Bowl in Annapolis, 9 to 12 at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. New Navy football coach Brian Newberry going to join us at 920 tomorrow. We'll be taking your calls at 301-230-0980. Stay tuned. Burgundy and Gold today with Scott Jackson is up next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.